0: Welcome to Thriller Convo with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas, via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. Thriller Convo is where we cover the latest and greatest people in the blockchain space. We use the Thriller podcast platform to move the world forward. Always. Is your host, Carl González.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Convo. Today on the show, we have Javon Thomas, CEO and founder of a Crypto. And believe it or not, he is our first guest this season in season two. So, um, Javon, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Car. Awesome. Can you talk about a A&B and Crypto? And fi- kind of just give us um, a foundation of how you guys got started and what it's like working in the blockchain space.
0: Yep, definitely. So I guess uh, in 2017, I got involved in cryptos. I invested a bit. I made a little bit of money. Uh, towards the later end of 2017, maybe towards October, I realized that there isn't really much uh, in the news and media space in crypto uh, apart from CoinDesk and Cointelegraph. Telegraph. They weren't really really big players and there wasn't enough information that we were looking for and as an investor you really want to know what's happening in the market you really want to know real-time updates you want to know uh you know like quotes from people like you really want to be involved and that wasn't happening uh so i guess i so i had a journalism background i was working with one of uh, the top media uh, portals in india it was the times of india so i guess uh i realized that i could probably do something in the crypto space and uh, we just got started off and I started probably in December. Uh, In January, our site was up and running. In February, we had almost half a million traffic. Uh, Over the next month, we hit one million traffic. So it's been pretty good. People have received as well. Our reporters are doing a fine job, you know. So I guess that's the story of how we began. begun.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the great things I love about y'all's website. It's so clean. Like The design is so, like, it pops, and everything is just um, well-written. And you can tell... You guys take a lot of consideration into like how the how the actual reader actually um you know receives the information. And that was like one of the things that first stood out uh for me. I feel like yaw, um Toshi Times and there's a couple others uh like up upcoming sites that are just doing it correctly.
0: Yep. So I think that's a lot of hard work and, you know, really understand the market, understand the people, what they're really looking for and give that to them. You know, I guess that's it. That's the basic stuff. Right. You need to give people what they need and people receive. It. Yeah.
1: So I, I kind of want to ask you like a couple of questions, because this is the first time, to be honest with you, that we've ever had a, a an actual journalist well, <laughs> from the crypto space, yeah. uh, you know, on the show. Yeah. Um so I just want to ask you kind of like basic questions when you're navigating like different ICOs and, and just like different, uh, like pieces that you're going to run on the site. Like, how do you, how do you keep an unbiased opinion or does that even come into to the fold when you're writing this stuff?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So it's very, very important for us to be unbiased because it's... uh, So what we have done is we have uh, dedicated reporters uh, for uh, specific coins and specific projects. For example, we have, like, let's say... um, um, A journalist A, he takes care of probably EOS and XRP and probably one more coin. And whatever happens with those coins, he will write about it because he knows about those projects very, very well. Now, it's very important not to be. So when you are biased, you would probably be supporting like probably a price hike or, you know, like. Something like that, but to be unbiased, you have to give a very neutral opinion. You have to give both sides. You have to say, yeah, the price is going down, but also this is what's happening in in the development phase. Or you know, uh, if somebody is actually, uh, let's say, talking down on cryptos, like somebody from Goldman Sachs or somebody from you know J P Morgan, you would also give the other side. Like you know, like you know, for example, the price is going down right now, but if you look at Bitcoin's dominance, Bitcoin's dominance is the highest since in 2018 right now. It's 50 percent. So people don't, people have to look at both the sides. You can't just give one side. And it's very, very important to be unbiased. It's very, very important.
1: Yeah, you guys do a really good job on it. Um, Just from like some of the articles that I read, I'll read something, because we're big fans of like Stellar on the show. And I'll say over and over, don't believe anything I say about Stellar because completely biased opinion but when I'm reading something that you guys write it's always very neutral so much respect on that side because it's just like man that's really hard to do <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to do
0: it is it is so one of the biggest struggles that we've had is to get good journalists on board uh, who understand the crypto space because it's very very new uh, and to get those people on board to get them trained on specific projects and we need people who have background in a little bit of investing or a little bit of uh, with developments uh, on the ICO side so we 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 need people who are actually from the industry to write about it. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. You know, and even if we hire people who are um, a writer of college, we hire people who have actually been uh, investing or who understand the market a little bit. And that has been a little difficult. But I guess uh, that's where we stand out, you know, to make sure we have a good in-house, full-time journalism team who sits and writes specifically and is dedicated to, uh, you know, blockchain projects.
1: Yeah, most definitely, and, and I, I feel like you guys do a really good job with that. Everybody that I've seen here that you guys have on is um, just doing a great job, and it, it it makes for a really good site. And just one of the reasons why I really wanted to have somebody from your uh, from your side on the show, and, and so glad to get you guys on. Um, so, how do you feel about? Because I know I know from my my point of view, I see it all the time. Like, how do you? But like, I wonder how it comes from y'all side. Like, how do you see? Um, like Coindesk and Cointelegraph, do you feel like they're a little too biased on some of their th- on some of their their um, releases on, on the articles that they publish, or is that something that um you don't you really don't pay attention to?
0: Uh, so we used to look at it, but right now we don't pay much attention to it. Um, I guess, uh, Coindesk and Cointelegraph have carved out a niche for themselves. They have a lot of user base. They have, uh, you know, a lot of subscribers and, um, I don't really think they care about what kind of uh, stuff they write, but I guess Coindesk to a big extent is has been unbiased uh, except for probably um, you know articles here and there which i guess um, uh, depends on the writer as well uh, and point telegraph as well has also been good um, but of course their uh, major traffic has uh, always come out of technical analysis you know which is uh, one of the most viewed articles for them You uh, know, i guess people want to read that because people are investors so i think they are doing a fine job as well um, yeah yeah they're doing a pretty good job as well right now in the market.
1: Uh, this year, we've seen like this crazy, you know, kind of fluctuation in price and just the overall sentiment and, and mass adoption and ETFs and stuff like that. Um, what's your what's your feeling on this year so far? Like, what do you think about what has happened, transpired and took in place and where it's going?
0: Uh honestly car so i've been this year i have been traveling a lot been to a lot of conferences been to a lot of places and what i've seen is i don't really think the price really matters anymore because if you look at the sentiment just around and if you look at the amount of people involved it's huge it's really really huge and um, even if the even if the price is dead this year it is not going to be dead next year like we don't have to worry about the price. I really don't think so because the amount of people that are invested in it is really big. And, uh, if you, even in Singapore, right. If, Every day, probably that uh, probably every day there's a conference on blockchain, and there's so many people involved, and they're all new. There are different projects. It's everyone from the shipping industry to probably uh, delivery industry to uh, AI, and you know you no matter what industry you think of, blockchain is entering that space. So I really think it's very optimistic. I really think the uh, we shouldn't be considering and looking at the price uh, as what it is right now. I really think we should look at long term, and long term it's going to be huge. Huge. whatever happened last year December is going to be so small compared to what's going to come
1: wow that's 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 a bullish answer I love it <laughs> yeah because most definitely like yeah when we, we we go to conferences and we can kind of tell like everybody's super excited about what's going on and yeah I think you're right I think you're definitely right I never really thought about it like that but we really don't have to worry about uh, our industry going away like we used to in years past I feel like that's a definitely good 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 feeling for sure and, and just a good spot to be in um, has there been anything this year that you've seen where you're like, oh wow, I didn't see that coming?
0: <laughs> oh, um, I, I guess there are a lot of uh, lot of things like that. I would definitely say the price. I would uh, never expected the price to um, go down this low. But then when you look at look back and you know probably uh, look at the history, you would realize, yep, you know what, this is just normal, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I never saw it coming.
1: Well, yeah, me too. I was looking at the year-to-date stuff um, on y'all's site because you guys have, um, like, different listings and you guys can see Bitcoin from year to year. And you can kind of see that the actual, like, quote-unquote bull run didn't actually start until, like, October, early October. And kind of, if you look at August, August was interesting, too, last year. Um, that I, I noticed it on y'all's site. It has it from, like, uh, I think Bitcoin was at around 3300 3200 And then it, like, Got it to like 4,000 in August and it shot back down to 3,200. Um, so, yeah, I think we're still, I think people are kind of panicking right now because they feel like this should have happened already. But it, I think October maybe, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think maybe towards the year end is always the time when people invest. Uh, I know, I guess uh, it's Christmas time and so, you know, time to a lot of money around in the pocket. <laughs> I don't know what what drives them, but yeah, always the last quarter. That's what works.
1: Yeah, most definitely. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, man, this this is kind of early, definitely early on this stuff. So I kind of want to ask you when you guys first got started, how hard was it just to gain traction out there to be taken seriously? Did you think that happened over like the course of the year? Or do you think that kind of just you guys were, you guys had such a a really good site, you guys had really good authors, like everything like that? Or do you feel like it just kind of happened over time?
0: Uh, I guess it happened over time. I also feel that it was the quality of articles that went out initially. Um, you know, we did a couple of articles of deep investigation into why the price was falling uh, early January of this year, and you know, we had a couple of good pieces that went out. And I guess that's where we uh, made our name, and a lot of people knew us. We built a user base slowly, and then of course we started ranking on Google. People came, to, you know, people shared our articles. A lot of YouTubers, uh, uh, you know, I, even right now, constantly sharing our articles. I guess that's what really made the difference. You know, a lot of uh, big influencers like Charlie Lee and McAfee and, uh, you know, a lot of these people sharing our articles. I think that's how we slowly grew. And I think, um, that is it. I, th- I don't think it happens, you know, just overnight. Uh, people don't start following you, but I guess you constantly dish out good quality stuff. And I guess people like you.
1: So I kind of want to ask you just kind of, just kind of talking a little craziness out there. Um, who are some of y'all's who? Must, who are some of y'all's favorite uh, interactions with you know either interviewees or um, people that you've seen in the crypto space that you're you you've taken a liking to out there? I know you mentioned Charlie Lee and, and stuff like that. Do you guys have any favorites that you guys kept covered on Ambi Crypto, or do you guys kind of let that um, not really?
0: Um, we don't really want to focus on a particular thing, but I guess um, our so I'll tell you what has a lot of traction for us. Um, so it's basically articles which are well researched and uh, the good writers and I think what um, like I think over the time what we've noticed is probably like uh, an XRP or like Stellar Lumens or like um, uh, you know even Tron for that matter which uh, is very controversial has been a couple of uh, projects that have always gained uh, traction for us you know because a lot of user base I guess a lot of investors I guess a lot of interest around for people so those are the couple of projects that have always uh, been on the top for us
1: do you guys ever get kind of like a kind of like a whiplash effect i know i do when covering like tron specifically or like ripple
0: absolutely absolutely
1: <laughs> how do you guys are how are you able to like navigate that like do you think like at a certain point Justin Sun is just throwing out too much news at a certain point or do you guys not matter you guys just report it how
0: do you yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh, it, it you will always have ba- you will always have it you'll always have it on your back, no matter how good you cover it, no matter how uh, you know like i don't know how you however you report it, you will always have people who are always against you. Let's say tomorrow you write about bitcoin, there'll be always. These are uh, uh, probably the other altcoin, you know, fanatics that always be why are you writing about Bitcoin? Why can't you write about these? And when I write, when we write about Ripple, people will be like, dude, why are you writing about Ripple? Like, why don't you write about Sean and other projects which are doing very well? If you write about Sean, it's always the same cycle. It doesn't really matter. You write well, you write bad. You just have to. Be. So we know that one thing that we have to do is we have to be unbiased. Like, just report stuff. Doesn't matter what people say. If you report stuff very well, that's what, that's what matters.
1: Okay, so you're so you're saying like if Justin Sun comes out tonight and says uh, we're launching this uh, on the main net blah, blah, blah. You guys are still going to report it regardless if it feels like he's just kind of kind of pumping.
0: Sorry, sorry. You have to be unbiased as well, right? So when you see and you feel that oh, you know what, probably he's pumping, you also give the other side, you know, probably like Twitter quotes or probably like people we interview who say, who feel that probably you know, this is a pumping kind of a, uh, you know, like a method that he's using. So probably use those quotes as well, you know, where people say, yeah, you know, Justin is pumping. This is, this is bullshit. Stuff like that. So you make it, you make sure it's balanced. Give both sides of the story.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that because that definitely feels like it sometimes, especially coming from Tron. But it, I guess it's just the way he markets himself and his company and stuff like that. That's interesting. That's interesting that you see it that way. I've never really kind of heard that before, but I do see that you guys do have uh, individual tweets on different um, links that you guys um, share out and you guys will have. You know y'all reference some a you twitter user just to kind of get a balanced opinion and you guys even reference uh, reddit too how do you guys navigate reddit do you guys ever report anything from that's happening on reddit or do you guys absolutely
0: absolutely we do we do we are uh, we are part of the community as well uh, we contribute in uh, different reddit subreddits as well so yeah we are part of it we know what's happening there and you know we definitely cover what's happening there
1: that's that's really cool that's really cool um I guess, I guess those are all my questions for today. Javon, you kind of answered them all right away. Um, do you have anything else that you would like to share? Anything that you guys are rolling out later this year? Can we expect an A and B crypto conference <laughs> at some point? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, wow, I don't, you know, we are actually working on it. We are, um, and yeah, something on the consensus or block show level, you know, what teller has. So we are working with a couple of other uh, big media houses. I wouldn't want to take their names right now, but yeah, we're working with uh, something big, uh, probably like a 8,000 to 10,000 attendee conference uh, with probably very, very big names and speakers as well. So yeah, we are planning something big right now. Um, and uh, for our site as well, we've pri- Probably plan to launch, uh, you know, other different portals as well, you know, like an ICO page or like a price page that we already have, probably like a forums page, stuff like that. That's what we plan to do in the future, you know, give give the people what they really want, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. That's I mean, you guys are doing a great you guys are doing a great job already. I I, I go to your site every single day, like uh, and I look at just the different articles that you guys are covering um so yeah keep up the great work Javon like you guys are doing a good job I can't wait to see what you guys roll out at the end of this year and hopefully you guys can get this conference going that way I can get it that way I can get an invite and then go cover it
0: <laughs> uh, absolutely a gold pass
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be awesome uh all right Javon well thank you thank you for coming on the show um I really appreciate it and do you have any final words for our audience
0: I love car we love Carve. it's a great show um yeah, thank you. Go cryptos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on the show, Chimath. Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Car said likely will come true. It is up to you. Now go. Do your own research. Listen, Listen to, to other things that start their name with crypto, and not.